0: Welcome, listeners, to a special Friday night recording of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am Larry. Uh, and I am a very frustrated Justin. <laughs> so before we get everything else, do you want to tell the listeners about why we have a delay? <laughs> for us, not for I, us, I was going to say, for us, not for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I turned my computer on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to do work, and it would not work. <laughs> it did not turn on. Uh, so then I fought with it until about 7 o'clock at night. Uh, I think dry. it was later than that. Yeah. It was later than that well, because that, I was still... Well, that's when I figured out what was wrong. And then I had to fix what was wrong, uh, which <laughs> which took a couple more hours. I think I went to bed at, like, 11, and I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to leave it until this morning. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I actually woke up this morning and tried to turn my computer on. It didn't turn on. Um, yep. But thankfully I found out it was a very easy fix. I just went in, I had to, today, uh, I just had to go into my case and unplug something. Um, my, I have a really weird case, um, and it tries to use a bunch of power for something that it doesn't need to. Okay. Um, so I just unplugged that like bit <laughs> <laughs> and then it works. Um, yeah, it was very fresh. I, like I got no work done yesterday, and I was just in my little office room, like sweating and fucking cursing up a storm and throwing shit around. And I think I drove to the computer store four times.
0: As soon as you told me you were having those issues, I was like, "Listen, dude, like, I have no plans Friday. Like, don't put don't put the podcast stress on you because like, I." I I mean, you know my old PC. Yeah. Sometimes it wouldn't even connect to the internet. Yeah. Like, sometimes it just would not want to connect to the internet for no reason.
1: Goddamn. I just like. You know what, though? After that, I have the upgrades I need to last me for a few more years. Next time, I'm just going to buy a pre built. I'm not going to deal with <laughs> that of
0: shit. Luckily, I have a couple of friends. Uh, shout out to Matt, not the P, another Matt. Uh, he loves doing it. And so I just cooked him food And he just had a great time building it for me So if everything ever happens I'm going to call him up and say Hey, Mr. Anderson, what do you want to eat?
1: (laughs) Wow, yeah, I think I have to drive The only other person I know Who does computer stuff is Two and a half hours away from me So Maybe my daughter
0: will Like like computers and she can Build my next one for me I'm hoping this thing lasts that long
1: Yeah, you've had it for what, a year?
0: A, A year in June yeah you 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 are probably good for because i future-proofed it <laughs> i built it for the long run so i wouldn't have to deal with it for like two <laughs> or three years
1: yeah um i think like i would have still been okay with my stuff yeah it just happened to start
0: to you're down. a tinkerer i have come to find that about you 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 <laughs> like the things to be like perfect
1: yeah I, it
0: usually works out. Sometimes, though, smoke starts coming out. Uh, sometimes you lose, like,
1: 16 hours of your day <laughs> and don't get to see your family all day because <laughs> you, your wife
0: opens the door and you say, get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, whatever. So, so with that, uh, Justin, what have you been up to? Um, have you had time for anything else besides pounding your computer screen? Uh, besides wrecking,
1: ruining my life for a day, <clears throat> um, I've been i played like 10 minutes of arkham knight today actually okay um and other than that <laughs> i can't talk about anything else i've been doing uh i've been spending okay. a lot of time doing while well, playing stuff uh that mm-hmm. i can't talk about basically what about you like literally i i'm trying to think i don't think there's a oh i started playing hunt showdown again oh uh, that it okay. was a lot of fun um and i've you
0: and seagram and tuck used to play that right yeah so
1: i played it with tuck um okay uh, one of the mornings uh well i had like i had to wait an hour and a half for a response and an email and i was like mm-hmm. hey are you awake <laughs> let's play hunt <laughs> um and then yeah so i played that like once uh i think i'm gonna actually start getting back into that and then I, i've been playing lethal company when i can uh I didn't play it yesterday, though. Fucking crazy! <laughs> oh, I went and saw Night Swim.
0: Oh, how is that? It was horrible. <laughs> yeah,
1: the trailer. Like,
0: I think that would be a very good five-minute YouTube video. So,
1: he, the, originally, it was a four-minute short. There you go. Yeah, I, I guess it. I didn't know that. And That's like, a good guess. And I'll be honest: it was a fun movie. It just was not a good movie. Like
0: it's, it, it's like lights out. The premise is very interesting. In a very short burst, it's great. Like when I saw that trailer, I was like, "Oh." And then, okay, (laughs) are you are you
1: gonna see the Are you ever gonna see the movie? No. Okay. Uh, spoiler for like thirty seconds for everybody. Uh, (laughs) it does good at like a little bit of like jump scares here and there, but once you see Mm -hmm. the like monster thingy, it's fucking horrible. It reminds me of John Leguizamo as the Spawn and as the clown in Spawn oh really yeah but just like okay black. like okay. head to toe just like darkness it's so fucking
0: weird i love that movie
1: anyway spoilers over but yeah that movie it was not a good movie
0: <laughs> all right well for me i'm about to crap because it was like the holiday break so i had time yeah. i finished bad batch season two.
1: Oh, nice how was that
0: it's great it's really great um, I watched the Jared from Subway Catching a Monster documentary three-part sh- series.
1: I never watched that, but I heard it was horrible. Like, in, it, like, he's a shithead kind of way.
0: It was one of the most awful things I've watched. Because, like, this woman had recorded him for years and was trying... And the FBI wouldn't act on it because they had no, like... They had no tangible proof. They just had the recordings okay and they made this woman continue to do it for years and like he was like sexualizing her children and like it was dude it was it was one of the most fucked up things i've ever i don't know it was fucked uh hell's kitchen watched an episode this week that was great movies i watched easy rider Okay. that was uh one of the ones for the afi list that i'm going through dude that's a really dark movie it's super weird it 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 like i guess i was looking into it at birth like the new hollywood movement which is kind of like the indies for back in that time okay um super fucking dark jack nicholson's in it um and his role is amazing uh he actually got nominated for an academy award for it it's really good uh obviously i watched frankenstein i watched Shrek forever after oh what did you think i think it was the weakest of all of the ones so far i mean i still enjoyed it like it's it doesn't stray too far from like the, the formula for it i don't like how they make shrek like just not want to be a dad like yeah he's shitting that one um, yeah
1: are you going to watch the puss in boots spin-off movies
0: that's a good that's a good i should do that i've never seen any of them i said. um i haven't continue. either apparently the first okay. one
1: is mediocre uh-huh. and the second one that came out last year is apparently like fucking people love it they people have called it and I don't know if this is true but I've heard it said a lot Okay, um, it is the dark night of the like shrek Hey, hey
0: that's fine with me I'll watch it I watched Wild America it was like the Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Devin Sawa movie like they're like kids and their dad and mom buy them a video camera and let them just go off into like the American wilderness to record animals I don't think I've seen that I watched it when I was a kid. Um, It's fine. yeah, (laughs) It's fine. Uh, And then I actually decided I was going to start counting the movies I watched this year. So the first movie I watched in the new year was The Road to El Dorado. Fucking amazing movie. Elton John killed that soundtrack. It was crazy. It's a good movie. I watched Lenny. That's like the next one when I'm kind of going through Bob Fosse's filmography. Uh, That movie fucking sucked.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That was not... I, I like Bob Fosse. That movie fucking sucked. Big time. Uh, I watched Rambo First Blood last night since we were supposed to record. <laughs> I had time, so I watched Rambo. <laughs> that movie's so goddamn good. Um, and then I watched two more movies for AFI. One was called Mutiny on, on the Bounty. It's like a 1930s black and white movie about um, a British naval ship and the captain's like a sadistic douchebag and like so there's a mutiny on it. Okay. Um, I found out that it is the only film to ever have three actors from the same film nominated for best actor oh cool yeah um, too long yeah too long the parts where it was good like, with those three guys were interacting it's great but it's too long and then I watched Duck Soup it's a Mar- uh, Groucho Marx brother movie that was the first Groucho Marx film I ever watched uh, I did not like it
1: yeah, that's, I mean, yeah.
0: It was just, it did not so do it for me. what
1: number are you at on the AFI, Sorry, Because you're working backwards, right?
0: I'm working backwards. So, the next one I have is Fargo. Holy shit, watch. really? Are you going to watch it before next week? I got it from the library, so it should be hopefully here before then, yeah. I've never seen Fargo, so I have no idea.
1: I fucking love Fargo. <laughs> let, like, let me know if you're going to watch it before next week, because I
0: will watch it before next week and we can talk about it. Okay, perfect. Uh, it's I'm on eighty four.
1: Okay, I gotta look at that list and I'm gonna like let you know.
0: Uh... I can send you a link, yeah, because I, I have the, there's a link for it. I'll send it to you right now in the chat. But uh, yeah, I have watched sixteen so far, and I will say that my list is not lining up with AFI so far. Uh, so f- for me going um, worst to best, uh. My number 1 film is their 94th, my number 2 is their 95th, my number 3 is their 99th. Um and then Duck Soup, which they had at 85 is my 15th best. Mm. So I'm yeah, I am not agreeing, but I'm watching a lot of films that like a lot of people talk about in their kind of comparison, which was kind of the point.
1: Okay. I'm 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 just a little quickly looking through this list. I'm assuming you have seen uh fuck where is it? Oh my god, I lost it already um i'm assuming you've seen forest gump
0: yes yes so some of those i have seen but a lot of the older ones i have not okay um games yes i started playing fallout new vegas
1: oh nice i'm playing fallout 4 actually i forgot to say that yeah nice
0: uh like i mentioned last week on the show that youtube creator who passed away uh that was like one of his big main games that he played and i just last friday night i was kind of feeling the itch so i downloaded it and played it for a couple hours uh grind continues in final fantasy 10 just monster hunting because most of my time was sucked up by super mario rpg um i'm sure people know who they listen to the podcast and justin have been talking about it being excited for it coming out and getting it right away well i put a reservation at the library and i got it and i could not stop playing it um Nice old school turn based RPG. Characters are cool, moves are th- are sweet. I didn't die. I came close against Smithy because I was. I found out I was like seven levels under level I beat him at eighteen. Okay, because I, I just, I just like I avoided the enemies. Like if I didn't have to fight, I try to avoid it.
1: Yeah, that's a very you move. Okay.
0: The yeah, the, the Resident Evil style gameplay. Uh, and then I went to Clulex. Clu Clulex.
1: Clulex. I think it Polux. is. Polix.
0: Um, and that was the first, I, I knew that there was one Final Fantasy boss, and the music's from Final Fantasy Four. um, and he wiped my shit. But I didn't want to grind, because it was the last boss, like, okay, I just gotta go in here with a different strategy. It took me five attempts, but I did beat him. Nice. And there's other secret bosses, by the way, turn to the library and stuff, and I have another Switch game coming, which I told Justin about. Mm-hmm which I'll talk about when it actually gets here, but that game, I was kind of like in a rut of like not knowing what to play, not feeling like into anything. That hit the perfect spot. That was, I, I literally, if you enjoy old school Final Fantasy, if you enjoy turn-based RPGs, like, it's amazing. It truly is amazing. Like, that game is just great. I
1: will tell you, um, okay. I have to be very, I can't say what I'm talking about, Okay, but there is a game (laughs) that I am playing right now Mm -hmm. that I I was, I've been feeling the same way for a while. Very, just like, kind of like I've been playing for work because I have to and stuff, but I haven't really like enjoyed myself in like, like to a full extent. Yeah. there is a game i am playing uh the one i talked about before we started recording uh yep that I, it is like revitalizing me in such a crazy like i was playing it yesterday i was like laughing out loud i was like mm-hmm. it, i mean i'm sure because yesterday i was having such a shitty day and when i went upstairs mm-hmm. i was like i gotta fucking calm down before i go to bed but like man it's so nice when you find a game like that that just
0: like and that was why I went back to 10 because I knew 10 was going to do it and it did but it wasn't making me want to play anything else I just wanted to to sit and grind 10 yeah um but no Super Mario RPG like 10 out of 10 this great oh yeah this all around great uh books I am halfway done with the book I can't talk about I'm halfway done with the new with the fourth Sookie Sackhouse book Dead to the World and Justin I finished two manga series
1: Oh, nice! Which ones?
0: I finished Attack on Titan.
1: Also, you know how it ends, and I do not.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I won't spoil anything. Um, I will say I enjoyed the manga much more than I did the anime.
1: Did you watch the entirety of the anime? No,
0: I watched the first. Remember we talked about it. I watched the first season. And I was like, I everybody was dying. I couldn't keep up with like who the fuck anybody was. Yeah. Um, I think after finishing this, thing, I'll go back and watch it because I know it's all out now. So
1: yeah, okay.
0: Um, and then I slow rolled it, I tried my best to like make it last as long as possible, but I finished Berserk. How is it? It's the best manga I've ever read. Okay, interesting. It's, 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 it, it's up there with some of the best story I've ever read.
1: Okay, interesting. I, I, it's incredibly
0: dark. It's incredibly dark. Like, it's, it's very motherfucking dark. But uh, yeah, and then the last one, Kentaro Mura passed away, and so they finished uh, issue forty-one, like finishing his notes and stuff. And issue forty-two is coming out in August, and they're working with one of his longtime writing partners. Okay. And stuff. So we'll see. But like the last page is like a thank you to him for giving us this story interesting No, oh, that's cool it was it was great I mean I, I I had to buy the second half of them because the library like stopped at like 20 so I have oh, like good. the second half of the of the manga but um, it was great and then Justin in other news Saturday night this past Saturday night it was World's End it was the AEW's final pay-per-view of the year and my boy MJF lost the World Heavyweight title oh no (laughs) and then and then the devil who has been harassing him for weeks now him and his minions came out there and jumped him and they were going to beat up his best friend Adam Cole and then the lights went off and we came to find out that the devil was Adam Cole his best friend the only friend he ever had I was emotionally distraught (laughs) Devin can vouch for that. She kept asking if I was okay. Um, I am sad.
1: I don't know if you're being serious or not because it sounds goofy as fuck. When it
0: happened, I was sad. <laughs> when it happened, I was angry. I was sad. Uh, I have since come around to it, but like, I mean that's kind of the point of watching the wrestling right is the kind of get lost in the the storytelling
1: yeah yeah so so with like, that is did he like retire or is he dead or something? no
0: so he so he's young and he has been dealing with an injury uh he's a torn labrum which is like part of like your like this area or whatever your shoulder this area we're on a podcast your shoulder yeah. area um and he needed to go away because he just he couldn't like lift his arm all the way up like okay. le- legitimately, he was legitimately hurt um but I didn't think he was going to lose it I just didn't think he was I thought he would go a little bit longer um and I was it I'm happy that it was Adam Cole who was the devil because it made sense so instead of them doing something like fucking stupid like it made sense that he would be the one to betray him and Samoa Joe is the new is one who beat him and you don't watch wrestling, but you, did you watch the Twisted Metal TV show?
1: No. I know he's, uh, what's his face? The Cloud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Joe's awesome. Like I, I like Samoa Joe. So like it I came around, but that night I was... <sighs> My boy. So with that wrestling talk out of the way, do you want to do a movie? Sure. All right, let's talk about Frankenstein. How do you do? Mr. Carl Limley feels it would be a little unkind to present this picture without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to, well, we've warned you. Frankenstein is a 1931 American pre-code sci-fi horror film directed by James Whale and produced by Carl Lamel Jr. Um, If you want to hear a lot about James Whale, go listen to our Invisible Man review where I kind of went into his history. Um, Carl Lamel is the son and heir to Carl Sr., who was the founder of Universal Studios. During his tenure as the head of production, Carl Jr. uh, produced films that include All's Quiet on the Western Front, Dracula, Waterloo Bridge, The Mummy, and Bride of Frankenstein. It was adapted from a 1927 Peggy Webling play, which was actually based on the novel. Webling, I couldn't find any other works of hers that I or, like, random people would recognize. But her play is most famous because it is the first time the monster was called Frankenstein. Interesting, okay. The film stars Colin Clive as Henry Frankenstein. Um, As people know, he was Victor in the novel. And his monster is played by Boris Karloff. Clive, we will see him again reprising this same role in Bride of Frankenstein. But unfortunately, his career was cut really short. He died at the age of 37. He suffered from severe chronic alcoholism, and it led to him developing a deadly case of tuberculosis, and he died in 1937. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Boris Karloff, we have seen him previously on this podcast when we reviewed The Black Cat with Bela Lugosi in him. He is probably one of the most directly tied Universal Monster-era actors. He also played Emotep in The Mummy. And fun fact, which I did not know, he voiced The Grinch in the OG animated show.
1: Interesting. Okay, that's cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Makeup for the Monster was done by Jack Pierce. This is the man to thank for all the iconic imagery surrounding the universal monsters so yeah jack pierce is the man responsible for the comic injury imagery around the universal monsters he designed dracula frankenstein the bride of frankenstein the mummy the wolfman and the son of frankenstein tom savini which probably most people know more than the name jack pierce has said that pierce was his biggest influence in special effects
1: interesting that's cool
0: it's, this film spawns several sequels and spin-offs that have endured in pop culture. Uh, and some of the things that this film is directly responsible for are the imagery of the mad scientist, the subservient hunchback assistant, and what the Frankenstein monster looks like. In 1991, the film was selected by the U.S. Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry and shot on a budget of $262,000. It grossed $12 million at the box office.
1: Wow. That's a fuck ton of money. In
0: 1931. Yeah, that's a fuck ton of money. Trivia time. The monster's makeup design by Jack Pierce is under copyright to Universal through the year 2026. 2026. The monster in this film does not physically resemble the character in Mary Shelley's novel. Uh, it was Jack Pierce's design who came up with the innovations such as his flat head, the bolts in the neck, which are actually electrodes, the droopy eyelids, the poorly filled out suit, and any future Frankenstein film that features any of these abnormalities is taking it from Pierce, not from Shelley. A 20 minute test reel starring Bella Lugosi as the monster and directed by Robert Florey was filmed on the Dracula set. This footage has not been seen since 1931 and is considered lost. The only thing that remains is a poster with the vague likeness of Legosi as the monster.
1: Oh, that is really cool. And again, sad
0: when we lose something like that. This is the first film to ever use the famous... Castle Thunder sound effect.
1: Castle Thunder. Oh, it has, like, a, its own title. Capitalized. Okay, yeah. all
0: right. According to film historian George Mank, director James Whale was jealous of all the attention Boris Karloff's monster was getting during production, and a way he took out his revenge on him was by making the actor carry Colin Clive up the mountain to the mill in the take dozens and dozens of times clive felt badly for his co-star and suggested a dummy be used whale refused and carlos had to carry the six foot 150 pound clive up several times jesus christ boris carlos makeup took four hours for jack pierce to apply every single day And the costume weighed 48 pounds holy shit important to note this film was shot in the middle of summer
1: oh my god
0: in a moment of ghoulish humor, when Fritz is stealing the brain, he, dump, he bumps into that human skeleton. This was a real human skeleton. Film producers felt that it would be faster and cheaper to get a real skeleton from a biological supply house rather than making an artificial one.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. All right.
0: Boris Karloff's shoes each weighed 13 pounds.
1: The film was so hold banned. On, hold on. Do you know Go ahead. if yes. that is, Sorry. Is that included the 13 pounds is that in the 46 pound costume? Or Ooh, that, that's a
0: good question. Or is that on top of cuz that I is. think it's probably included cuz those each shoe so that's 26 pounds just for the shoes. Yeah. <clears> then <throat> 22 pounds for the coat and pants. Okay, and stuff. yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. The film was banned in Kansas upon its original release on the grounds that it exhibited and I quote, Cruelty intended to debase morals. The end of the film was changed just before its November release to give it a more uplifting ending. Initially, both Frankenstein and his monster perished in the fire at the mill, but reactions at a test screening caused Universal to reshoot a happier ending showing Frankenstein alive and with Elizabeth the new epilogue was shot after colin clive had returned to europe and so a new actor was used and that is who we see in that single long shot with the doctor interesting during production there was some concern that seven-year-old marilyn harris who played maria the little girl who was thrown <laughs> into the lake <laughs> which we would will be talk about. <laughs> would be overly frightened by the sight of boris karloff in costume When the cast assembled to travel to the location, Harris ran from her car directly up to Karloff, who was in full makeup at the time, took his hand and said, May I drive with you? Delighted, and in typical Boris Karloff fashion, he responded, Would you, my darling? She then rode to the location with the monster.
1: That's cool. And, like, very sweet in a weird way.
0: Yeah. While on location for the death of Maria, Boris Karloff and the crew lobbied Whale not to have her drowned but the director was adamant that she die.
1: I mean, I think...
0: Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. it We'll get to it. All right, plot summary. Honestly, we kind of talked about it last week. This is where it's mainly similar. Victor... Sorry, Victor. Henry Frankenstein is obsessed with his work, and he's out grave-digging with his henchman, who is not named Igor, but I'm going to call him Igor because that's what... I don't remember what his hand. name is. Is it Fritz? Fritz. It's Fritz. Good job. Yeah. You, huge? Well, you just watched it. So you, yeah. you got the names better than me. Yeah. Uh, so him and his henchmen are out there digging up bodies and collecting body parts. And he sends Fritz to go get a brain. Well, Fritz is supposed to get a healthy, not damaged brain. But Fritz fucks up and he grabs the damaged brain instead. Uh, it's very strange because all of Henry's friends are like, super concerned about him. They want to go help him. And they go there. And they watch Henry reanimate this dead body. And, like, no one's, like, really concerned that he's a grave-digging monster. Yeah. Um, so they capture the body, and then the monster is just not happy. He kills Fritz. He attacks the doctor and his friend. The friend is able to knock him out with a syringe full of drugs. Uh, and then Henry's like, ah, fuck it, I gotta go get married. <laughs> so oh, he's at his house getting married. His friend gets murdered <laughs> in the castle and then the monster just starts walking around unlike in the novel the monster in this is not intelligent and is not trying to like understand the world around him he's very almost childlike yeah in... like he
1: doesn't have like speed like he can't like talk
0: really yes he comes across maria which is probably this film's most famous scene outside of the he's alive yeah and maria is being nice to him and showing him the flowers and she's Tossing the flowers into the water, and so he tosses her into the water, uh, and she perishes. Um, he's monster, super sad, and Luke runs away. The monster is looking for Victor, Victor Henry, and when he gets to town, he discovers Henry's fiance Elizabeth in her bedroom. Uh, he climbs through the window and terrorizes her, and it's at this point where the father of Maria has carried her body into town and they start going out looking for the monster there's also this point where i'm like why is no one pissed off at henry <laughs> like everyone is concerned about henry so they're chasing him around henry's following them and then henry is captured by the monster and they go to the windmill um, while they're in there henry is able to escape the townspeople board frankenstein's monster inside the windmill and then burn it to the ground uh, like I said, they filmed a happy ending. Henry gets married, doesn't get in trouble for creating the monster, doesn't get in trouble for the grave robbing, doesn't get in co- trouble for all the murder and mayhem that he unleashed on the town and let all his friends die, uh, and he gets married. The end.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes, that yeah that 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 was a very good job, and uh, man, you know it's it's weird. I I actually found myself enjoying this movie yep until the ending i agree um it, i thought it was like well paced there were some issues like you said like henry just like you know, like oh i just reanimated this thing and it killed something Well, i'm just gonna go i'm
0: gonna go get married yeah and my, my like, dad's pissed off the Burgermeister wants me to go get married yeah. so I, I got <laughs> i gotta go do this real quick i will be back
1: And, like, nobody questions him at all. And
0: they're all concerned about him. Like, my biggest con with this movie is, in the novel, Victor Frankenstein is, like, we talked about it. He is the bad guy. He is a douchebag. He is a piece of shit. It is never hidden. And the monster calls him out for that. In this one, everyone's just concerned about Henry. Yeah. Like, they they don't care that he's, like, a sadistic fucking... Scientists pushing the limits where he shouldn't be pushing
1: them, and you think that after his monster killed a bunch of people and a little girl, they after they killed the monster, think after they think they killed the monster, they would be like, "All right, like you're next." Yeah, oh,
0: man. And they yeah. don't. It, it. He gets married and it's happy ever after, and it's. That is where I struggle because there's a lot. Like, it's super fast. Like, it's like 70 minutes. It's yeah. a super quick movie. There is no wasted time. I think it's great. I think it, this is probably maybe the best that we have gotten from the Universal Monster era. Like I enjoy this more than Dracula. It's faster. Yeah. And um.
1: How do, well is
0: Black Cat was weird. Black Cat was weird. And Invisible Man was was funny. Yeah, in but its not. Own way. Yeah. I
1: th- I think this is probably like the most. No, that's gonna sound weird but uh i was going to say the most credible of them but yeah it's it's definitely the most like watchable. well this is on the
0: AFI list what's that this is on the AFI list
1: oh yeah okay well i mean it makes sense like it is yeah of what we've seen so far of the universal monster movies i i agree i think this is the better
0: and world. obviously it's iconic the and the tropes that it's set up have lasted almost 100 it's almost 100 years later after this movie came out and these tropes, like, still dominate this yeah. era, this, this area of sci-fi horror to this day. Um. So, yeah, I, I, again, with the plot, like, it's super simple, it's super basic, I do enjoy it, I like the fast-pacedness of it, yeah. but, it's, like, I can't give it a super high score because Henry Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, the goddamn scientist, is a piece of shit, and it is crazy that he's not called out for it by anybody.
1: Sorry, and not only that, like, it's just, I, you can almost, like, tell when they have to go back and change the ending to something. Yes. Because clearly they wanted...
0: The tone's off.
1: Yeah, they were going to just... Kill if them they both. Ki- if they killed them both, I'd be like, cool.
0: Yeah. I would have given it a whole bunch of Like, if they had ended score. with that windmill burning down, it would have been great. Instead, yeah. they tossed that ragdoll off the building... He gets bent in half by the windmill blade, and it's like, oh, we gotta take him back. And then we get <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's good. It could have been great with a darker ending. Yeah, I agree. So with that, I gave it a seven and a half. I gave it a seven. Cinematography. Um go you wanna go first? Yeah, um I
1: actually really like how the monster looks to start. <laughs> like holy shit. I was very surprised. I, I so here's the thing. I wasn't sure what to expect because I'm sure, I don't know if it's in every version or just the versions I watched today Mm -hmm. where um, uh, the guy comes out at the start and, like, warns you about how scary it's going to be.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's in there, the warning, yeah. Okay. Um, So I was like, oh, great. It's going to be
1: horrible. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: No, dude, the fucking Frankenstein's monster looks awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a reason why it's iconic. and. I think a lot of the, like I I, I enjoyed a lot of like the interiors. Um, it does, however, feature one of my least favorite things in these old movies, uh, and that Which is fainting one? women. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh man, one day one day we'll 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 be into <laughs> that. But no, like, even the scene where he's playing with Maria is oh like it's so it's like perfectly shot.
0: And it's, for me, that is why I think the cinematography is so awesome. Like, everything about the monster is perfect, right? I mean, there's a reason why that, when you say Frankenstein, you think of that. Yeah. Um, but for me, the, the, the castle and the gloominess and, like, the, the twirling staircase and the lab and everything, it's just so well done. And then you get to the scene in the middle of the day yeah. with Maria and the monster and, like, there's just no sound. And it's just... it. It is just the most perfect coupling. Yeah. Of the, like, of the gothic dark castle. And this brightness and how they mesh together. That I, when the, I remember there was a... Like a uh, there was one channel. Maybe it was AMC. It's, like, the top scary movie moments of all time. And I remember this was on there. And I was young and I was like, Why isn't Scream on here higher? Like, but, like, watching it now... Like, could you... Imagine in nineteen thirty one watching a grown ass zombie man toss a five year old girl into a lake. Yeah. Oh in her dying.
1: Oh yeah, well that's the thing is that's kinda of what brings it like full circle is when the dad comes out oh, and is just like dad. carrying this life her through the town. Yeah. Dude it's which goes up. back to
0: like how the fuck did Victor not get strung up? <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. And like again,
0: I'll give him props. That body looks great. <laughs> Yeah, I, for cinematography, I give it a 10. Like, when you literally set the bar for a whole ass genre and you define what a monster looks like and no one ever touches it, It, it that is just it. Like, come oh,
1: on. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I also give it a 10. I think this is, like, by far the best part of this movie. And, I, and it's crazy that it is, all, like you said, it's almost 100 years old still amazing
0: like think about dracula okay and obviously bella lugosi's dracula is iconic that that imagery of yeah. him but we also have Nosferatu. we have the dracula from the keanu reeves movie that we watched right yeah we have but well, we have the vampires from blade we have the fucking twilight vampire yeah there's like the a Charubra bunch of like van- iterations of it basically yeah there is only one frankenstein's monster and it's this
1: um i tend to disagree there is that as Devin put it last week sexy frankenstein and i i frankenstein or whatever the hell it's called (sighs) where harvey isn't it harvey dent
0: i think it's harvey dent yeah he plays i think it's it's, it's i frankenstein yeah (laughs) i haven't seen it but i know you're talking (laughs) about audio um i was really sad to find out colin clive passed away um i thought his portrayal of henry was everything that i wanted to get out of the book my anger is with the people around him yeah no I, I would agree recognizing yes. him as a douchebag
1: yeah so like so he is he is in i'm assuming bride yes yeah
0: Yep. Yeah, we'll see him again
1: um was there another one before he passed away
0: i don't know i know because the collection i got from the library it has Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Child of Frankenstein, and then Monster House or something, which is like all the universal monsters like together. I'm gonna watch Child and Monster. I'm gonna watch that before we record next week. Okay. Cause it's in the collection and my they're not they're like seventy, eighty minutes long. I don't I can give that up. Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna watch those, but I think that the last time we will see him, because again he was sick and everything. Uh, will be in Bride, so we, we will see him again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I, I, I agree. He, he brought him to the screen exactly how I saw him in the book. A sadistic, yeah. self-centered asshole.
1: Yeah. Exactly. He. Yeah. He was Victor Frankenstein. I mean, obviously yeah. it was Henry, but he was Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to judge the audio of the monster, um, but I think. But well, we can was talk that... about his
0: performance.
1: Yes, his performance was fantastic. God um, damn.
0: Yeah, Have like, you seen The Mummy?
1: Like the one with Brendan Fraser?
0: I mean, that is a perfect film. But I'm talking about the one with Karloff playing Emotep. No. It's not in our season. and obviously it doesn't fit in The Mad Scientist. But maybe like for a Patreon special or something, we can do it. Because okay. Boris Karloff just has this... I don't know. He's an amazing actor.
1: Well, I, I mean, even in uh, The Black Cat... It was a weird yeah. fucking movie, but he was great. It was a in
0: it. Weird fucking movie, it really was. And I, I don't know, man. Like, it's just crazy. Like when I was putting the notes together and like looking at the stuff, it's insane that this performance in a seventy-minute movie, and the way like he defined the monsters, like Herman yeah. Munster is like a, an er, an iteration of this, and it's just. It's insane to me. I, I was trying to think of other roles that were done that, like, no one can, like, touch. And, like, it's just been the best and never touched again. And I don't know, man. Like, like maybe I would say Robert Downey Jr. as, like, Tony Stark. But, like, it's only been, like, 15 years. Yeah. Like, there would have to be another 85 fucking years to say, like, he, like, no one can get, get to that point. Um. The other actors I think are fine. I think besides Colin Clive and uh, Boris Karloff, it's more of the what you would expect from a 1930 Universal movie. Yep, I agree. Um, the overall score isn't like that memorable. I would say that the castle sounds are that iconic. Yeah, like, the Castle Thunder. Yes, Castle Thunder, <laughs> capitalized. Uh, but for me, I, I think... Boris Karloff and Colin Clive. And I also thought that Maria did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, I was going to say Maria did fantastic. Like, the way she interacted with him, it, it felt that like they were both children. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And that's... we we'll, we'll probably about to get to it in probably more depth than how scary. But uh, overall, I I thought it was really great. I gave it an 8.
1: I gave it a 6.5. Um, It's just the other characters that were very, like... I know you don't like yeah. your... Uh, <laughs> yes exactly yeah (laughs) how scary go ahead justin so there were really like two things that got me um one was and i don't know why but the scene where fritz was like looking for the brain was just like not. and how did
0: you feel knowing that that skeleton was a real skeleton
1: yeah that's that happens all the time Uh, in these old movies i figure i figure it anyways um but like there was just something so eerie about his like movements and like how he was going about it it was just like it kind of like got under my skin a lot um and then the other big one for me
0: was obviously maria being drowned Um, did you know that did you know about that scene before you watched this maria yeah
1: oh yeah dude
0: it's like I I know. Sometimes I'm always hoping that like
1: yeah. So like I mean, it, it that scene itself is so. I mean, maybe not so much anymore, but it was like parodied. So much. it's parried, parry, parried, parodied. Yeah, parodied. Yeah, they're, parodied, they're yeah. The, the other D. <laughs> um, in Young Frankenstein. It is, yeah.
0: Dude, I haven't seen the movie in so long. The only scene that I remember clearly is the dance scene. Oh,
1: <laughs> I watch *Young Frankenstein* a lot. <laughs> okay, well,
0: yeah, uh, I watch that
1: movie maybe once every like two or three
0: years. <laughs> okay, um, I love Mel Brooks. Uh, I do too. I watch a lot of this. I, I, I posted in our Discord that uh, they're bringing um, what's the Western *Blazing, with Sab, Gene... Blazing Saddles* to the, to the theaters
1: dude i don't know if that's a good idea
0: it, it's one of the tcm ones okay but uh i love that movie i but again if gene wilder is in something odds are i'm going to love it like yeah. i have not seen something with gene wilder where i just wasn't happy but oh, man I, that movie is a lot
1: <laughs> it's a lot it's great but it is a lot and... maybe
0: after lydia is born we can do like a once a month patron special we can go through mel brooks movies okay Fuck yeah, let's do That'd it. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to do. Yeah, hell
1: yeah. Um, yeah, the the Maria scene uh, that we, yeah. I mean we've talked about it. It's the sudden realization that she is playing and then she is dead <laughs> is like incredibly fast uh, and yep. like gut wrenching in in a way, and especially seeing like her dad carry her body through the uh, through the town there. And
0: just like the realization, because like the monster wasn't trying. To hurt her.
1: No, he was just like, oh, this, hey, these float. I'm going to throw you in. See if you yeah. float, kind of thing. And it was like that split second decision. And you could see the regret because he's like yeah. trying for a minute to like reach out to her and then he just kind of like runs away because he's scared, which is understandable. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, dude, it's fucking, it yeah, is a gut
0: wrenching. <laughs> yeah, I would echo both those things for me. And I think the thing for me also that is even. That kind of elevates the horror of the monster for me is like in the novel, mm-hmm. the monster is intelligent and he's thinking and he's learning. And there's there is definitely something horrific about being excluded and it's one and like even your creator not wanting you. Yeah. In this one, there are moments where the monster can kind of pick up on yeah. what's happening around him. Do you know what I mean? like he wasn't put together as well his brain like the word they used in the jar but like it was it was a it was a mangled brain or something yeah and that's what makes that scene for me with maria even more brutal is just like he can't like he 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 did not mean to do what he did but he realizes after it happened what he did do and he's angry yeah like like when he kills Fritz, it's not out of him being a vicious monster. It's because Fritz was fucking torturing him. Yeah. When he killed the other doctor, it's because he was keeping him locked in a basement. Like this is more. This monster is more childlike. It's more scared of the world. More like a like a dog. You know what I mean? Like like a like an animal that's been like kind of abused. And yeah, I there is something that's so. I, Horrific about that in comparison to the monster we saw before which is also sad in like in in not in different ways but, but I don't know I, I think this is probably because of the Maria scene because of like sneaking in to steal a brain and stealing the bodies of a hanged man and like the grave dirt like there is something a lot more monstrous I just really wish that his friends realized like this guy's a fucking psycho piece of shit and I wish it wasn't a happy ending I yeah. think that would have raised this a lot. Um, so with that, I gave it a six. I think it is scarier than Invisible Man, but obviously it's not the scariest that we've seen.
1: What did I give Invisible Man? Four. I'm going to have to give this a three. Um, okay. <clears throat> mostly because Invisible Man. Oh, dude, there is some shit in that movie. With the car.
0: <laughs> That's true. The car is sitting there Tell him exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Alright, to review the scores, for plot, I gave it a 7.5, You gave it a 7. For cinematography, we both gave it 10s. For audio, I gave it an 8, you gave it a 6.5. And And for how scary, I gave it a 6, you gave it a 3. That gives it a Here's Johnny, final score of a 73. In our master list, it is tied with some stuff. Justin, it is tied with arachnophobia, blood sea, dead space 1, the last voyage of the Demeter which also had a brutal kid death. Resident Evil, the OG film. Resident Evil 3 remake, which was tied to the RE Resistance. That's one of the ones that I would love to go back and just do 3 by itself. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. And Wolfenstein, The New Order. The movies below it, with 72, are Child's Play 2019 and Predator. Okay. And the movies above it are... OG Evil Dead with a 74.
1: Nice. Okay. Okay.
0: So that is our review of Frankenstein. Stick around after the music, and we will head on into the closing and tell you what's coming up next. Justin, for the first time this season, we will not be alone. Yeah, that's true. Not we the last be- time. Not the last time. We have a lot of guests planned for this big, giant final season. We added some books after last week's discussion. Unless... Uh, well, we don't have se- to, yeah This season's massive. Uh, But we are going to be having on Rachel and Ariel. Um, Obviously, people know Rachel and Ariel and her have a podcast called More Deadly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, where they review films that are directed by women-identified directors. Uh, Ariel also is the poor, poor person who gets the monstrous seven-hour recordings whenever we record with Rachel and Mars, <coughs> and has to, you know, Frankenstein that yeah, exactly. bad boy together. So I'm excited to have her on for an extended thing of that, but we're doing Bright at Frankenstein. We kind of find found out that's like Rachel's shame hole. She has a lot watched a lot of these Universal movies, so we decided to bring her on. Rachel will be doing a sixty second summary. That's right. It is returning for one week only, and Ariel, who does a great job on uh, more deadly, is going to be doing the background. Uh, she actually is. Have you most, have you heard her do the background of more deadly before?
1: I think a lo- like a while ago,
0: but not she she's she's got some she's got a skill to it so yeah i'm excited for of frankenstein then we have young frankenstein
1: um are we still doing that uh after i
0: told you i am not planning any of that if you guys want to do it you need to tell me what i have to do to come prepared
1: okay i all i will say is if it next week next week's patreon special is gonna be something else that
0: Oh, something else is the way to describe that. We're going to make
1: Larry very uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With that, guys, that that awesome teaser, we are going to head into the Patreon section, and it's Justin's turn for something for the campfire. So until next week, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry... At Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing and you can email the show at here's
1: Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast.
0: As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast.
1: Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show and yeah we just really use it to make the show better again i just want to say thank you very much to our patrons uh, you guys help make this possible
0: but yeah patreon is the way we support the show we are looking to get rich and like justin said every dollar every cent it all goes back in there's some pretty cool tiers so head on and look at that
1: but until next week see you guys later.